little more than a third of the way through the schedule. The Raiders will be hosting Western Kentucky this weekend for a three-game conference USA series. Uh, game one scheduled to start at 6 o'clock tonight. The Blue Raiders have been on a roll lately. They've won four of their last five games and coming off a win at uh, Tennessee Tech in their last ball game. The Raiders are 11 and 13 on the season. They are three and three in Conference USA. The opponents tonight, the Hilltoppers from Western Kentucky coming down from Bowling Green, Kentucky. They come in uh, on a little bit of a different uh, role. They have lost seven straight and lost eight of their last nine games, including two or three losses that uh, were really tough for them to take uh, losing games in the last inning. Nine and 15 on the season. They're one and five in Conference USA. They opened with Charlotte at home and Charlotte won two out of three in that series. And then last weekend, Western was in Southern, uh, in Hattiesburg to play Southern Mississippi and Southern Mississippi got the sweep there. And I think uh, we know what that's all about because that is one of the tougher places to play in Conference USA. So it's Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. A pair of right-handers will be on the mound tonight for the Raiders. Zach Keenan, uh, senior right-hander, will take a two and two record to the hill. And for Western Kentucky, a right-hander, Jake Cates, will be on the mound. He started against the Raiders uh, in the series last year in Bowling Green, and the Raiders got him out of the game early uh, in that uh, ball game. He is on the season three and two with a 5.58 earned run average. So it's Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky tonight and meeting for the 138th time. Now that's the series record that we have here at Middle Tennessee with the Raiders having won 67 and the Hilltoppers 70 of the previous 137 games. The Raiders have won the last three in a row. They took uh, two out of three from Western last year in Bowling Green. Now Western, on the other hand, uh, they uh, count up the series a little bit differently. They show Western leading, but 128 to 110 with two ties. I don't know how far back they go. Obviously a little farther back than uh, than uh, our records uh, indicate. So it's Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. First game of a three-game series. This is Dick Palmer with you. My uh, normal broadcast partner, well, I wouldn't call him normal, but my regular broadcast partner, John Callow. Not here tonight. John's recovering from some surgery, but has said that he will be good to go by the uh, Memphis game next week. Looking forward to, to having him back. So it's Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky uh, meeting for the 138th time. We'll take our records in that uh, in that series. It is a cool night at the ballpark, 55 degrees, but bright sunshine. When the uh, sun dips behind Floyd Stadium, it will be a little bit chilly out in the stands. 55 degrees, clear skies, sunny winds out of the north-northwest at five miles an hour. Western Kentucky is uh, coached by John P 
Pulaski in his seventh year. He is 124 and 164 with a tie at Western. And Coach Jim Toman in his fourth year at Middle Tennessee is 60 and 90 with a tie. Both of these coaches had uh, previous stints elsewhere. Coach Toman uh, most recently at Liberty University. Reese Smith Field, 395 feet to straightaway center field, 330 down each line, and 365 to the power alleys in left and right center. Big scoreboard above the 365 sign in right center. We will take a break, and we'll be back to give you the starting lineups. That'll be coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 
flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA play, Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky tonight. Had a chance to uh, chat with Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman, and we'll uh, let you hear some of that interview now. Welcome back into our countdown to first pitch. Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman visiting with us. And Coach, you got some bright sunshine today and a, a good day to open this series, although it's going to be a little bit chilly tonight. Yeah, I think about the eighth, ninth inning, we might have a jacket on or two, but right now it's you know, 57 or something like that, or 55 degrees, and the sun makes it feel a little bit better, and uh, a lot better than yesterday with all that wind and rain. So we're looking forward to it. Western, Western Kentucky uh, has always played us tough, and Coach Pulaski does a great job over there, so it should be fun. Your team's won four out of five now, and things seem to be tending in the right direction. Yeah, the guys have played pretty well. We're getting a little bit better pitching. We're hitting it a little bit better. We played pretty good defense, so we just got to keep it going. How about your freshman pitcher the other night at Cookville? Yeah, James, uh, he had, had a couple of uh, relief outings and did pretty well, so we put him out there and uh, did way more than we expected. I mean, against a really good hitting team. Tennessee Tech's always been a good hitting team, and had him no hit for five, and, I don't know, five and a third or two thirds, something like that. So that that just gives us another arm that's available on Sunday uh, in, this weekend, someone that we can trust. So we need all of them that we can get. You're kind of settling in on your weekend rotation now? Yeah, for the last three weekends, we've gone Keenan, Swan, and TBA. We kind of use Siebert and Wigginton as swing guys and Ham. And it's worked out pretty well with them five now yet. Add cells to the mix, it gives us another arm to go to, and hopefully we'll find a couple more guys that can give us some innings on the weekends. Coach Jim Tolman with his comments. We'll take our final break. Back with lineups and first pitch after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 
It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Time for the starting lineups. Middle Tennessee, Western Kentucky. First of a three-game series from Reese Smith Field. Starting lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four in Murfreesboro. For Western Kentucky, 9-15. and 15. They're 1-5 and five in the conference under Coach John Pulaski. It will be Tristan Garcia to lead off and play second base. Aiden Gilroy at shortstop will bat second. Ty Bodeschitz will be the catcher and will hit third. Andrew Delaney in right field hitting in the cleanup spot. Brian McAuliffe at first base bats fifth. Justin Carlin, the designated hitter, hits sixth. Ty Crittenberger in left field seventh. Jackson Gray in center field hitting eighth. And Brett Bloomquist at third base will bat ninth. Their pitcher will be a right-hander, Jake Cates. Here is Garcia to step in. We'll give you the Raiders' defensive alignment. But Zach Keenan is ready to deliver the first pitch of the game. And it is a strike called on the outside corner. We are underway right on time at 6 o'clock. Mason Spears behind the plate. Brett Coker at third. Pasto Lopez at short. Strike two is called. And it's nothing and two on Garcia. JT Mabry plays second. And Tatsunori Nagishi is the first baseman. The 0-2 pitch sails up high for ball one. Raiders in left field with Jackson Galloway. Nathan Sanders patrols center field. And Brian Dillingham is in right field. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch is swung on. Hit in the air to left field. Galloway back and reaches up to snag that one for out number one. So one down here in the first inning, and the batter will be Aiden Gilroy, sophomore shortstop. Gilroy coming in at 348 on the season. He's the co-leader of their team in triples with two. And Zach Keenan's first pitch to him is swung on and hit foul out of play. Keenan making his seventh start, seventh appearance. He is uh, two and two with a 5.02 earned run average. He's ahead in the count, 0-1 to Gilroy. And the next pitch hit to short. Two big hops to Fausto Lopez across, and the out is recorded at first. Gilroy grounds out short to first for out number two. Two up, two down in the first inning, and the batter will be Botasic. Uh, he is the catcher of freshman, and he has provided uh, quite a bit of uh, power for this Western Kentucky team since going to Bowling Green. 
Bats from the left side, as did the first two batters in the order. And grounds this from the second, where J.T. Mabry bobbles, but picks it up, has plenty of time, and throws him out at first. Botasic, after the first pitch, grounds out. A 1-2-3 first inning for Jake, uh, Zach Keenan. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the first. Western Kentucky, nothing. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the first inning. No score in the first of a three game series. Right hander Jake Cates on the mound for Western Kentucky. Give you his numbers in a moment. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you on what is going to be a chilly Friday evening. 55 degrees at game time, but a very light wind out of the north, northwest at five miles an hour. Completing our Ascend Federal Credit Union starting lineups, the Raiders batting order this way. Fausto Lopez will lead it off. The second baseman, J.T. Mabry, bats second. Mason Spears, the catcher, hits third. Jackson Galloway in left field in the cleanup spot. Brett Coker bats fifth and plays third base. Tatsunari Nagishi at first base hitting sixth. Bryson Thomas, the D.H., will bat seventh. Nathan Sanders in center field hits eighth. Brian Dillingham in right field ninth. And on the mound for Western, Jake Cates. Three and two with a 5.58 earned run average. Cates has thrown 30 innings, given up 19 hits, or 29 hits rather, and 19 earned runs. And Lopez hits it deep to right field. And that ball is gonna be hauled in out there just in front of the 365 mark by the center fielder, Gray. Fausto got all of that first pitch. You know, he hit one out in Cookville on Tuesday night into a stiff breeze, but uh, no such breeze helping tonight. It's wind is blowing in a bit. Here's JT Mabry, Raiders second baseman, a right-handed batter. Kate's pitch, low and outside for ball one. Mabry stepping in at 250, tied for the lead Team lead in doubles with seven. Swings and fouls this one out of play. The count will go to one ball 
and one strike. One out, bottom of the first inning, no score. Glad to have you with us on this Friday evening. Cates, the 1-1 pitch. Slice foul, a uh, fair base hit. Past the first baseman and down in the right field. Maybe a big turnaround first base and returns to the bag as that ball was shot just past the first baseman, McAuliffe. So JT Mabry has the first hit in this ball game. He is at first base. Nobody out in the bat, or one out rather, and the batter is Mason Spears, Blue Raider catcher. Spears, the leading hitter for the Raiders at 375. Also the co-leader in home runs with five. That's from the right side and drills this one in the left field and that one's gonna get down in front of the left fielder, Krittenberger for a base hit. Mabry stops at second and the Raiders have something going here in the first inning. Spears a sharp single to left. First and second with one out. I mentioned that Cates started against the Raiders in the first game last year of that series in Bowling Green, went only two and a third innings, gave up five runs and six hits before he was lifted. Here's Galloway, takes the ball, called a strike. Must have caught that outside corner, no balls and one strike. Brett Coker waiting to hit next. First and second, one out. Bottom of the first inning, no score. Pitch comes high. Galloway takes ball one. Jackson hitting 262, has two homers, 10 RBIs on the season. Galloway out of Kansas City. The pitch. Swing and a foul over in front of the Blue Raider dugout down the first base side. Raiders looking into the sun from that first base dugout. Western in the shade down the third base side. And the shadows of Floyd Stadium almost covering the infield now. One ball and two strikes. And the pitch, a swing and a miss. And Galloway down on strikes. Four out number two. Cates took something off that pitch and got the strikeout. Here's Brett Coker, the third baseman. Out of Hendersonville, Coker at 234. Has uh, three home runs. Bats from the right side and swings through the first pitch, a high fastball. Nothing and one to Coker. He'll be followed by Nagishi. One strike to count. Runners at first and second. Two outs in the inning. Kate's pitch a little bit high. And it is one and one. Raiders coming off a midweek win over Tennessee Tech in Cookville on Tuesday night. And the pitch. Right in there for a strike. That one had a little wrinkle on it. And it's one and two to Coker. Raiders in the home whites. 
royal blue trim, lettering, and numerals. And the pitch just outside, four ball two. Two and two. Jordan Getzelman coaching down at third. Forrest Arnold at first base. They've got some base runners. Two balls, two strikes to Coker. Runners at first and second. Time called momentarily as Coker steps out. Nice crowd here for a cool evening. And the pitch is swung on, grounded to third, and the third baseman will pick it up. Bloomquist step on the bag for the force play, and that will end the Blue Raider first inning. No runs. There were two hits and two men left on base. We've completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee nothing and Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Andrew Delaney will lead it off for Western Kentucky in the second inning. Zach Keenan had a quick one, two, three first inning, and that's the way you like to see the starting pitcher come out and get three quick outs. In fact, he only threw four, six, seven pitches in that first inning. Andrew Delaney will lead it off. He is a sophomore out of Louisville, Kentucky. Went to Eastern High School there. Played six games for them uh, last year, his freshman year, but he's in the lineup in the cleanup spot here. Making his 19th start, he is hitting 265, right-handed batter. And he will be the first right-handed batter that Zach Keenan has faced. Top three hitters for Western bat from the left side. There's a call strike. Nothing in one. Keenan's got a good live arm. He'll top out at about 90. Has got a good slider. And the pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss. Took a little bit off that one and had Delaney out in front. Two strikes to count. Delaney playing right field tonight for the Hilltoppers. The pitch to the plate. A pie for a ball. One ball, one strike. 
Blue Raider outfield just about straight away for this right-handed batter. The pitch is swung on and missed. And Keenan has his first strike out of the game. Zach coming into the game had 32 strikeouts in 37 and two-thirds innings pitched. One out in the second inning, and the batter, Brian McAuliffe, senior first baseman. McAuliffe, that's from the left side. And Keenan's first pitch caught that outside corner, strike one. McAuliffe hitting 342 with three home runs. It's his first season at Western. He came out of, uh, there's a strike called on the outside corner. He came out of a Division III school and had another year of eligibility, so he's a native of Tuckahoe, New York. Came out of Denison University. And Keenan nipping, trying to nip that outside corner, just missed. And it's one ball and two strikes to the left-hand hitting McAuliffe. Big right-hander winds and fires and a ground ball to second. Mabry will handle over to first in time. And that is out number two in the second inning. Two up, two down in the second. And the batter is Justin Carlin. Carlin, the DH. Will come in from the right side. This young man hit 339 last year for the Hilltoppers. He's a senior now. Had seven home runs, but this year he is off to a very slow start, hitting only 190 with a couple of home runs. First pitch to him, foul to screen. Nothing and one the count. Carlin out of Huntsville, Alabama. All-state high school player at East Limestone High School. And then he played uh, two years at Columbia State where he was an all-conference player. Pitch caught the knees, strike two. Home plate umpire, Joseph Blumenauer. J.R. Brown at first, Travis Carlson at third. Those are the umpires. A swing and a foul over in front of the Western dugout. Count holds at two strikes to Carlin. Right-handed hitter steps back into the box. Center fielder Sanders playing him a few steps over into right center. And the pitch coming is just outside for ball one. One and two. Glad to have you along wherever you might be listening tonight on our vast Blue Raider network. One and two the count. Off-speed pitch right in there for a call strike. Breaking ball. Caught Carlin looking. Two strikeouts in the inning for Zach Keenan. Three up, three down, nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. It's still Western nothing, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. We go to the bottom of the second inning. And remember, in the Blue Raider fourth inning, that will be the Wendy's inning. If the Raiders get a hit during their half of the fourth inning, everyone will win a free Dave's single cheeseburger. Courtesy of Wendy's, we'll tell you how to get it when we get that hit in the bottom of the fourth inning. But the second inning right now, we got to get to work here. Leading off for the Raiders is Nagishi. Tatsunori Nagishi, first baseman, bats from the left side. Takes the first pitch up a little bit high, four ball one. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch swung on, hit high in the air to right field and deep. That ball is that ball is out of here, but it is foul. Just outside the foul pole. It's 3.30 down the line, and then the, the uh, Zaxby's foul pole is uh, about 50, 60 feet up above the fence, but it was just outside. And there's a swig and a miss. And the count is one and two to Nagishi, who just missed getting his first Blue Raider home run. The one-two pitch from Cates is inside, ball two. Two and two. Jake Cates on the mound, working in his second inning, making his seventh start of the season, as is Jake Keenan for the Raiders. Outside, ball three, and Nagishi has worked the count full. Three and two. And there is ball four. A little bit low. Nagishi draws a leadoff walk in the second. So the leadoff man on, and the batter is Bryson Thomas. Raider first baseman stands in from the right side. Thomas from Spring Hill, the runner took off, and Thomas fouled it down the left side for strike one. Nothing in one. 
Nagishi does not have a stolen base this season. Cates pitching out of the stretch, delivers. Swung on, that ball's hit deep in the left center field. Way back near the wall, and that one is out of here. Over the last painted sign in left field, left center field near the big blue wall, and Bryson Thomas has his second home run of the season. The guy got into that one. Raiders lead two to nothing. Hit number three, runs number one and two off Jake Cates. So Bryson Thomas has put the Raiders out in front with an early home run here in the second inning. We've got a whole bunch of kids just coming in. They missed the home run. There's a strike called by uh, the umpire on Nelson or Nathan Sanders. Blue Raiders center fielder, bats from the left side. Tap foul over in front of the Raider dugout and the count goes to 0-2. Bryson Thomas, two run homers, put the Raiders up 2-0 here in the second inning. Sanders batting from the left side, leads the team and runs batted in with 16 and hits this one into center field. Coming on, the center fielder Gray will make the catch for out number one. So a leadoff walk to Nagishi on a 3-2 pitch and a booming home run to left center field by Bryson Thomas has put the Raiders out in front in this game. Here's Brian Dillingham, the number nine hitter, right fielder tonight for the Raiders and takes the pitch outside, ball one. Brian is hitting a 4.62 average. Hasn't had that many at bats, but he's made the most of what he's had. Strike call, making his fourth start. He is six out of 13 for the season. No extra base hits, but a great average. And there's strike two, and it's one ball and two strikes now to Dillingham. Kate's ready to work, and the pitch swung on, grounded to third. Up with it, Bloomquist, and throws to first. A low throw, but handled over there by McAuliffe for out number two. That's a good scoop by the first baseman, Brian McAuliffe. So Dillingham out third to first for the second out in the inning, and Fausto Lopez will bat for the second time in the game. Fausto with a deep fly into right center in the first inning was retired as the first Raider batter in the game. Kate's pitch, a swing and a miss, strike one. 55 degrees at game time, and it will not get any warmer than that projected to be in the mid-40s by the time we're through. Swing and a miss. Fausto went after a high fastball. No balls. Two strikes to the Raiders shortstop. The pitch. Missed inside for a ball. 
Fausto is a Brooklynite. If that's what you call people from Brooklyn. He is a New Yorker. The pitch. Checked his swing and it's high and away. Ball two. Two balls and two strikes. Raiders leading two to nothing. And a ground ball left side. Third baseman Bloomquist has it. Throws high to first and overthrew the bag into the Raider dugout, and Lopez will go to second base. That will be a two-base throwing error on the third baseman, Bloomquist. He had already handled two chances flawlessly, but that time the throw just got away from him. So charging error to the third baseman, a two-base error actually. Lopez down at second with two outs, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. J.T. singled sharply past the first baseman in the first inning. Mason Spears waiting to hit next. Pitch to Mabry inside, ball one. Two-run homer from Bryson Thomas has the Raiders on top here. Two to nothing. We're in the bottom of the second inning. Check of the runner, and the pitch comes in low for ball two. Two balls and no strikes to Mabry. I'm really surprised at the size of this crowd for a cool evening. Opening game of the series, there's a strike at the letters. Two and one to Mabry. JT hitting 250 on the season. His teammate Fausto Lopez, the runner at second. Swing and a ground ball to third. Bloomquist has another chance. And now he's going to get Lopez hung up between second and third. They throw to third, and he is out. And Bloomquist made a split-second decision. Instead of throwing to first, he saw Lopez way off the bag at second, threw back to the second baseman, Garcia and Garcia chased uh, Lopez to the bag at third where the shortstop, I think, made the tag. But that's the third out. That will go as a fielder's choice for Mabry. But in the inning, two runs for the Raiders, one hit, and one man left. We completed two full innings, Middle Tennessee two, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the third inning here at Reese Smith Field. Raiders leading two to nothing on the strength of a Bryson Thomas two-run homer in the second inning. Zach Keenan has retired the first six Western Kentucky batters to face him, so the seventh place hitter will step in. Ty Crittenbarger. Crittenberger is the left fielder. That's from the right side. Crittenberger hitting 216 on the season. And the big right-hander delivers, and it is a strike call, nothing and one. Came in with a good fastball over the outside corner. Keenan's next pitch hit up the middle. Mabry charging over the bag at second, has it on to first in time, and a good play by J.T. Mabry to retire Crittenberger for out number one. That ball was chopped right over the pitcher's mound. Mabry moving quickly to his right, fielded the bag almost right on top of the second base bag, and then had to uh, make a difficult throw to first base because his momentum was carrying him one way, and he had to come back and throw the other way, and did so perfectly. One out. The batter is Jackson Gray, the center fielder, left-handed hitter. Takes Keenan's first pitch, low and inside for ball one. Gray hitting only 167 on the season. Swing and a miss, and the count will go to one and one on Gray. Here's the 1-1 delivery. Bounce to the first baseman. Nagishi will have it. He will make the play unassisted for out number two. Two up and two down in the third. That's eight in a row retired by Keenan. And Blomquist will be the batter. Brett Blomquist, he is a freshman. Right-handed hitter out of Ackworth, Georgia. Takes a strike called from Keenan, nothing and one. Blomquist hitting 213. He was a two-way athlete in high school, played baseball and football. There's a ball hit to center field, dropping, and that will be in front of Sanders for a base hit. So Blomquist has the first hilltopper hit of the game, a single to center. He's at first base with two outs, and the leadoff batter, Tristan Garcia, will step in. Garcia, left-handed hitter with a 344 average. Runner at first base, Bloomquist takes his lead. Keenan pitching out of the stretch for the first time in the game. And the pitch high and outside ball one. Garcia hit a fly ball to left field that Galloway handled in the first inning. He is the leadoff man for the Hilltoppers. 
throw to first and the runner back. You gotta be careful with Keenan out there. He's already picked off a couple this season. Good move to first for the right-hander. One ball, no strikes. Long look in the pitch. High ball two. So you sometimes wonder if pitching out of the stretch for the first time in a game affects a pitcher, and Keenan has been high with both pitches to Garcia here with a runner at first base. There are two outs in the inning. Right-hander comes set and delivers, and that one is just outside ball three. So he is behind on the count to Garcia, three and oh. The 3-0 pitch right in there for a call. Strike three and one. Cannon making his seventh start. He has one complete game this year. Check of the runner and a quick throw to first. Not in time. Bloomquist, who has three stolen bases on the season, drew a throw. Three and one, the count to Garcia. And the pitch to the left-handed hitter is swung on and missed. He went after a high fastball and came up empty. And the count goes full, three and two. So with two outs, the runner at first, Bloomquist, will be off and running with the pitch. Three and two. There he goes, and the pitch is fouled. Going to be out of play to the left side. Count holds at three and two. Got some youngsters youngsters down the left field line. Going to be chasing that foul ball. They're out there right now. They were in front of the Western Kentucky bullpen. Now they're outside, like in the parking area, looking for a foul ball. Another 3-2 pitch, hit to second base, big hop. Mabry has it, over to first in time, and the inning is over. That's gonna be all for the Hilltoppers in the third, no runs, a hit. And the runner left will go to the bottom of the third inning. Middle Tennessee two, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. 
your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom half of inning number three, the Raiders holding a two to nothing lead over the Hilltoppers. And Mason Spears will be the leadoff batter for the Raiders. Spears, Galloway, and Coker, three, four, five in the batting order. Spears has shucked his tools of ignorance, the shin guards, the chest protector, the mask, and has uh, put on a lower shin guard on his left foot, uh, protection for foul balls. He will step into the batter's box against Cates. Jake Cates working in his third inning. He's allowed three hits and two runs. Spears had a base hit to left field in his first at bat. And that time pulled on the pitch and waved through it. Strike one, way out in front. This pitch comes high and inside. Spears backed away. And it is one and one. Swing and a miss. Spears with a home run cut there and came up empty. One ball and two strikes to the Blue Raider catcher, hitting 375, leads the team in that department. The pitch. Swung on, fouled out of play. Count holes at a ball and two strikes. Good to see uh, Scott Hall here tonight, former Blue Raider assistant coach. Scott has, is now the head coach at the Webb School in Bellbuckle, head baseball coach, and got his team here tonight. There's a ball drilled to left field. That is a base hit for Spears. That was a good piece of hitting. Spears didn't try to overpower that pitch. He just stuck his bat out and lined it over the shortstop's head into left field. Second straight hit for Mason Spears. He's at first with nobody out. That is hit number four off Cates. And the batter is Galloway who struck out in the first inning. The pitcher, Jake Cates, a native of Cincinnati, went to Lakota West High School there. Played baseball for three seasons and is the career leader at that school in earned run average. Pitch swung on tapped foul over by the Western dugout. One strike to Galloway. After high school, Cates went to Gulf Coast State but was redshirted and then came to Western in uh, 2020, the COVID year, made six appearances and was 2-0. and Last year got uh, 13 starts, including one against the Raiders in Bowling Green, which uh, Middle Tennessee won. He was fourth in the conference in strikeouts last year and had a complete game shutout against Marshall, so he's a capable pitcher. 1-1 pitch is swung on tapped foul at the plate. And the count will be 1-2. and two. That one uh, caught the catcher down on his in the shin guard area. Home plate umpire Blumenauer 
giving him a few seconds to shake it off as he walked out to the mound to hand the baseball back to the pitcher, Cates. Count one and two on Galloway. No outs. Raiders have a runner at first. And leading two to nothing here in the bottom of the third. Cates checks the runner at first and delivers on a ball hit to left field and deep. That ball is way back. That one has a chance, and that one's out of here. Jackson Galloway over the left field wall. That is his third home run of the season. As Mason Spears crosses home plate in front of Galloway, and the Raiders lead it by a score four to nothing. Very little breeze here, and the wind had nothing to do with that home run. Galloway just powered it out of here to left field, four nothing. The batter is Coker, takes a pitch inside, four ball one. One ball, no strikes to the Raider third baseman, hit into a fielder's choice in the first inning. Strike on the outside corner, one and one. Still nobody out here in the third, leadoff single by Spears. Two-run homer for Galloway. Ball is hit high in the air in the left center field. That's playable for the center fielder, Gray, and he will make the catch a few steps over into left center. That is out number one. And here is Nagishi. Walked and scored in front of Bryson Thomas' home run in the second inning. Nagishi just missed a home run himself. Hit one out of the park foul down the right field line. Pitch inside, ball one. Nagishi playing first base tonight. Grounds this one foul over by the Raider dugout. He had played right field for most of the early part of the season. and moved him over to first base Tuesday, I think, against Tech. Swing and a miss. Count goes to one and two, and he's back there tonight. A left-handed hitter from Tokyo, Japan. The pitch, high. Two balls and two strikes to Nagishi. A junior college baseball at Orange Coast College. Swinging a foul at the plate. Count holds at two and two. Tough night last night at the Murphy Center for our Lady Raiders who fell by a single point to Seton Hall in the national semifinals, the Women's National Invitation Tournament. Great crowd there, enthusiastic crowd. Had to go home disappointed, but a great season. Another foul tip at the plate. Count holding it two and two. This women's basketball team won 27 games this year, played 35 games, the most in school history. Swinging a drive to right field. That one is going to get down for a base hit. And Nagishi with a sharp single to right. Keeps the inning alive. And with one out, the batter is Bryson Thomas. Thomas hit his 
second home run of the season with Nagishi aboard in the second inning to give the Raiders a two to nothing lead. Jackson Galloway followed suit with a two run homer here in the top of the third or the bottom of the third and it's four to nothing. Throw to first and the runner back. Kate's out of the stretch and the pitch swung on, hit in the center field. This one not deep enough. In fact, it might fall and it does fall in for a base hit. With Thomas up, the outfield was playing a little bit deeper than normal and Thomas just dropped that pop fly into center field right in front of everybody. So he is at first base with his second hit of the game. Down to second, Nagishi. First and second with one out, and the batter, Nathan Sanders. Fly to center in the second inning. The left-handed hitter. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, grounded foul. Oh, nice stop down there by first base coach Forrest Arnold. The one they call the Hulk. Fielded that one on one short hop. Tossed it back in just like there's nothing to it. One strike to count. The pitch around the bunt, took the pitch inside. Or did he foul tip it? Well, I think there was a question of whether the ball hit him, but the uh, umpire says no. So it's one and one on Sanders. It was an inside pitch. He had shortened up and had to jump out of the way. Pitch to the plate. Off speed, low, ball two, two and one. Just one out here in the third. Two runs are in. Hilltopper infield playing double play depth. And the pitch. Swing and a ball hit the right field and deep. That one is way back and the ballpark will not hold that one. That is a three run homer for Nathan Sanders. Nagishi and Thomas score in front of Nathan Sanders, who has his fourth home run of the season. And the Raiders are bringing out the big bats here tonight against Western Kentucky. It is seven to nothing. And Western head coach, or maybe that's the pitching coach, on his way to the mound. Sanders drills it out to right field. And as I said earlier, these home runs are not wind aided tonight. There's no wind. That's just pure power. Three run homer for Sanders. That will give him 19 runs batted in on the season. He's the team leader in that department. That's the third home run in three innings off Cates has now given up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hits and seven runs. And quickly there is action down in the Western Kentucky bullpen. With one out, the batter is Brian Dillingham. He grounded to third back in the second inning. He bunts. Pitcher comes off the mound and throws a strike to first. 
for out number two, and the pitcher Cates is probably thinking, thank you very much. Dillingham did not intend to bunt the ball right back to the pitcher. He was trying to push it down the first baseline. But Cates grabbed it, got the out at first, and the batter is Fausto Lopez. Two outs, bases empty. And he drills one into left center field for a base hit. Lopez swinging on the first pitch. Whoa, a big turn around first base. Puts the brakes on and returns to the bag with his first hit of the game. Lopez at first, two outs. That is hit number nine for the Raiders. And the batter is JT Mabry. JT singled in the first, hit into a fielder's choice. In the second, he's one for two. With Lopez at first, two outs. Reuters in a good position to do some running if they so desire. Maybe the ninth man to bat in the inning. And Lopez. There he goes, the pitch is high, the throw to second base, not in time. He got in there with that right hand as the throw is just a tad high. And Fausto has his fifth stolen base of the season. Two balls, no strikes to JT Mabry with Spears waiting to hit on deck. The pitch, swung on and a tap foul back, uh, well it hit Foul and bounced into the infield. Count will be two balls, one strike to Mabry. Two and one. Cates, the right-hander, delivers. Swung on, hit to right field. Coming on is the right fielder who will make the catch running toward the line. That is Delaney. And that is out number three in the third inning. But for the Raiders, nine men come to the plate. Five of them cross the plate. Five runs on six hits in the inning. No errors. And one man left. Totals after three innings. For Middle Tennessee, seven runs, nine hits, no errors, four men left. For Western Kentucky, no runs, one hit, one error, and they have stranded one runner. It is Middle Tennessee, seven, Western Kentucky, nothing, after three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. 
What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we take you into the fourth inning. Middle Tennessee leading by a score of seven to nothing over the Hilltoppers. Western decked out in their black tops, red numerals, red lettering, white pants, black socks. Raiders all in white. Royal blue lettering and trim. Aiden Gilroy, the shortstop, a left-handed hitter, grounded out in the first inning. He's 0 for 1, came into the game hitting 348. And Zach Keenan on the mound, delivers the first pitch, swung on, fouled, and it's gonna be out of play down to the left side. One strike to Gilroy. Two, three, four hitters coming up in the fourth for Western. Keenan has been sharp, three innings, just one hit. That came in the third inning to the ninth place hitter. He had retired the first eight hitters in the batting order that he faced. All one is down low, one and one the count to Gilroy, he's a sophomore. The pitch by Keenan, swing and a miss. Count goes to one and two. Aiden Gilroy out of Pace, Florida. The pitch outside. Two balls and two strikes. Again, he was a two-way athlete in high school at Pace High School in Florida, baseball and football. 2-2 pitch, swung on and hit down the left field line. It's going to be foul and a long run for Galloway. Couldn't get up, catch up to it. It's down near the western bullpen down in the left field corner. After high school, Pace went to Coastal Alabama Community College North where he was an all-conference player last year, and this is his first year at Western. The pitch to the plate, swung on, tapped foul at the plate. That will be a foul ball, and count remains two balls and two strikes. Raiders leading seven to nothing. We're in the top of the fourth inning at Reese Smith Field. Game two in this series will be tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock. Hope you can come out. We hope the weather's a little warmer tomorrow. I think it will be up into the mid-60s tomorrow. 2-2 two -two pitch again to Gilroy swinging a foul straight back. Gilroy started the season as the Hilltoppers' first baseman, but uh, was moved to shortstop. That's an unusual position switch, but he seems to have made it 
without any difficulty. Keenan ready for another 2-2 pitch, and it is swung on, and this one is fouled down the right field line. So he's hit a foul down the left field line, a foul down the right field line, two fouls at home plate, one straight back to the backstop. He's hanging in there and making Keenan throw some pitches. Zach with another 2-2 pitch on the way, and it is swung on and hit to center field for a base hit. So Gilroy fouled off pitch after pitch after pitch until he got one he liked, and he lined it into center field. A leadoff single in the fourth inning for Gilroy. Hit number two off Zach Keenan. And the batter is the catcher, Ty Bodicic. Grounded out in the first inning to Mabry. So the Raider infield looking for two. Lopez pulled a few steps closer to second with this left-handed hitter up. And this ball is driven into right center field. That one's well hit. Sanders back near the warning track will haul it in for out number one. Bodicic got a lot of that, but Sanders takes care of the fly ball for out number one. And the batter is Andrew Delaney. Right-handed hitter and a strikeout victim of Keenan in the second inning. Keenan has not walked anybody. He has struck out two and allowed two hits. Runner at first, Gilroy. And the pitch to the plate. Just missed the knees, ball one. Nagishi holding the runner at first. Middle infielders in double play depth. One ball, no strikes. And Keenan's pitch outside, ball two, two and oh. Spears had to come out of the catcher's box to stop that one. Two balls, no strikes. Softball playing uh, over across campus against Florida Atlantic, three game uh, series. Today, tomorrow and Sunday, Conference USA play there. The 2-0 pitch, outside, ball three. Kennan's behind in the count, 3-0. If you recall, he got behind Garcia, 3-0 in the third inning. Came back to work it to 3-2 and and then got him on a ground ball. Here's the 3-0 pitch, and he lays that one right in at the knees, 3-1. Western is a pretty good hitting ball club. They have a team batting average of 264 with 25 home runs in 24 games. Raiders have the same number of home runs. There is a check swing and he went around. Home plate umpire says I don't need any help on that. Three and two. Full count now to Delaney. 
Here's Keenan's 3-2 pitch. Swung on, hit to left field. Galloway coming on, makes the catch head high for out number two. So two up and two down after the leadoff single. Gilroy remains at first base. Now two outs, and the batter is McAuliffe, the hilltopper first baseman and a left-handed hitter. He grounded out in the second inning. A grad transfer from Denison University or Denison College. A 3A school, the pitch. Missed the knees, ball one. Gilroy, a leadoff single. He's still at first base with two outs now. Raiders leading seven to nothing. We're in the top of the fourth. Here's Keenan's pitch. High and whoa, called a strike. One ball, one strike. Just caught the top of the strike zone on the outside corner. One and one. Keenan delivers, that one just missed the knees. Two balls and a strike. Nathan Sanders a few steps over into right center field for this left-handed hitter. Dillingham straight away and right, as is Galloway and left. Two balls and a strike. The ball three is outside. So Kenan has had a three ball count on the last two hitters. He got Delaney on a three two count, not a fly ball. Now it's three and one to McAuliffe. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, hit the center field, back goes Sanders, back, 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 warning track, leaps up and makes the catch. Sanders. Took a home run away from McAuliffe. Almost directly in front of the 395 sign in center field, Nathan Sanders took one away. And the Raiders are out of the dugout to greet Sanders as he comes in from his position in center field. And that one deserves a star. In the inning, no runs, a hit. One man left. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Middle Tennessee, seven. And Western Kentucky, nothing. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. You put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in 
all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We've got a new pitcher on for Western Kentucky. Bill Doobie, a right-hander, will tell you about him. First, we'll need to take 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer with you from Reese Smith Field. Bill Doobie, a right-hander is on. He has made three starts this season. This will be his seventh appearance. 6.91 earned run average, no record. And he will pitch first to Mason Spears. Pitch misses for ball one, one ball, no strikes. Doobie in 14 innings has allowed 23 hits, 11 earned runs, has walked seven. Struck out 13. There is strike one, one and one on a foul tap. Doobie listed at 6'3", 200 pounds, a redshirt sophomore from Orinda, California. And the pitch is swung on, popped up. First base side, foul ground. First baseman McAuliffe over there and will make the grab for out number one. So Spears fouls out to the Hilltopper first baseman for the first out. Bill Doobie on in relief. The batter is Galloway. Fouls one straight back. He took that same home run cut he used in the third inning to hit one out of the park, but that one fouls straight back to the screen, strike one. Cates pitched three innings, allowed seven runs, nine hits, did not walk anybody, and had one strikeout. There's the ball hit into left center field by Galloway coming on. The left fielder will make the grab out there. That is Crittenberger, and that is out number two. Two up, two down in the fourth. This is the Wendy's inning, and the Raiders, if the Raiders get a hit in this inning, uh, we've got big news, but there's a swing and a foul back already. Two outs and nobody on base. Batter's Brett Coker. If the Raiders get a hit in this inning, then you will win a Wendy's cheeseburger. The pitch, swing and a foul back. And Doobie is ahead of Coker, two strikes. That Wendy's promotion is good for home games only. There's the pitch high for ball one, one and two. Right-hander set to pitch. 
Outside, that one got past the catcher. Two balls, two strikes, and uh, you say, well, how am I going to get my cheeseburger if somebody gets a hit? Well, we'll explain it if they, if that happens. The pitch. A swing and a miss, and it's not going to happen tonight. Coker down on strikes, a 1-2-3 inning for the new pitcher, Doobie, who comes in and retires the side, picking up a strikeout, three up, three down. Nothing across in the fourth for the Raiders. We have completed four full innings here at Reese Smith Field. It's Middle Tennessee, seven, Western Kentucky, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the top half of the fifth inning. Zach Keenan will face Carlin, Rittenberger, or Crittenberger, and Gray. Six, seven, and eight hitters in the Western Kentucky batting order. Justin Carlin called out on strikes in the second inning, one of two strikeouts that Keenan has recorded in this game. He's allowed no runs on two hits. Carlin, a right-handed batter. The pitch. High ball one. Carlin last season had a home run against the Raiders up in Bowling Green. The pitch, breaking ball caught the inside corner and it is one ball and one strike to Justin Carlin. That's from the right side and swings and fouls it sharply down the left side, but out of play, one and two. Same two teams tomorrow at three o'clock. Thought I heard a bark in the park. And there is strike three called. Carlin called out on strikes for the second time. That is out number one, strikeout number three for Zach Keenan.
And the batter is Crittenberger. Takes the first pitch just outside, four ball one. Eric Swan will pitch for the Raiders tomorrow, and it will be Devin Turback going for Western Kentucky. A swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to Crittenberger, who grounded out in the third inning. 0 for 1. Right-handed hitter. Raiders got two runs in the second, five in the third. And have unlimited to home run bats tonight. Bryson Thomas, two-run homer in the second. Jackson Galloway, two-run homer in the third. Nathan Sanders, a three-run homer in the third. Line shot, caught by Mabry. Leaping catch by J.T. Mabry and took a hit away from Crittenberger. That is out number two. Two up, two down in the fifth. Jackson Gray, the center fielder. Grinded out to Nagishi at first base. Back in the third inning. Gray, a left-handed batter. And the pitch to the plate is swung on and fouled up. One strike. Lights are beginning to take effect now as the sun is sinking in the west behind Floyd Stadium. One strike to count. Keenan winds and fires and just misses outside, ball one. One ball, one strike. Opening day for Major League Baseball next week. Here's the one-one pitch and sliced foul down the left field line. That will be out of play, one and two. Two outs, bases empty in the fifth. Keenan ahead in the count, one and two. And there's a swing and a miss. Strike three. Great out on strikes. So Keenan fans two in the inning. He has four strikeouts in the game. One, two, three in the fifth. Nothing across. We are halfway home in this game. It's Middle Tennessee seven, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. 
See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Raiders leading seven to nothing. Three Old South Properties home runs have supplied all of the Blue Raider runs in this game. Old South Properties is Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of MTSU and our home run sponsor for this 2022 season. Here's Nagishi to lead off in the fifth and takes a strike call, nothing and one. Nagishi has walked and scored, then singled and scored. He is perfect at the plate in this game to pitch outside, one and one. Two runs scored, a hit and a walk. And has scored in front of a home run each time. That pitch misses low and it's two and one. Nagishi, Thomas, and Sanders. Raiders getting some power from the bottom of the lineup in this game. Swinging a ball hit down the left field line. That is going to be a foul ball. And that was out of the park, I think. Count will go to two and two. So Nagishi's hit one out of the park foul to right and another out of the park foul to left. Now she get them between the white lines. There's a swing and a foul tip right at home plate. And again, that one caught the catcher, I think. Two balls, two strikes to Nagishi. Right-hander Doobie with the pitch, smile to the screen. I want to thank my uh, broadcast partners, Chip Walters and Bob Jamison, for kind of filling in the uh, blanks while I was away with Middle Tennessee women's basketball. Guys do a great job, and we appreciate that. Swung on, fouled out of play again. I guess you hanging tough. Two balls and two strikes. Had a lot of youngsters at the ballpark tonight, including the baseball team from the Webb School over in Bellbuckle and their coach, Scott Hall. Pitch backed him away inside. Full count three and two to Nagishi. Full count, pitch and hit in the left center. That's gonna find a home. That is a base hit, Nagishi rounding first on his way to second. As the throw comes in, that will be a stand-up double for Totsuneri Nagishi. He's been on base all three times tonight. It's his fifth double of the season. And the first hit off Doobie, who pitched a perfect fourth inning. So Nagishi at second as the leadoff batter. Nobody out in the batter is Bryson Thomas. Thomas two for two. Hit one out of the park in the second and then hit a bloop single to center field 
in the third and scored ahead of Sanders' home run. So he's two for two with two runs scored. Nagishi leads that second, the pitch. Outside ball one. Good to see our old friend Tim Donnelly. He is a member of the Western Kentucky coaching staff. Tim was here on uh, Coach Jim McGuire's staff for two, three years. The pitch as a strike call, one and one. So Tim Donnelly returns to Murfreesboro. It's always good to see old friends and haven't had a chance to speak to him yet. I'll try to get out on the field before the game tomorrow and say hello. The pitch. Missed outside, ball two, two and one. Raiders off to a good start in this series, leading seven to nothing and batting here in the fifth inning with the runner at second base, nobody out. Two balls and a strike, swung on a miss. Bryson had that home run cut, but came up empty on that one and it's two and two. Bloomquist at third is hugging the line. Check up the runner and the pitch just missed outside. I think Doobie wanted that one. Count goes full, three balls, two strikes to the Blue Raider designated hitter, Bryson Thomas. Right-hander comes set, checks the runner at second, and delivers on a ball hit past the second baseman into center field for a base hit. Nagishi had to hold up at second to see if that ball might be caught, but he advances to third, and the Raiders have runners at first and third with nobody out here in the fifth inning. So Bryson Thomas, three for three tonight. He's at first base. Nagishi moves over to third. And the batter is Nathan Sanders, who hit one out of here in the third inning. A three-run home. It was Nathan's fourth home run of the year, and he now leads the team with 19 runs batted in. The pitch. Strike at the knees. Nothing and one to Sanders. Nathan, a native of Smyrna. That's from the left side. And the right-handers pitch hit to the right side. Second baseman goes to second out there. A run will score. And the Raiders will lead it eight to nothing. And that's another run batted in for Nathan Sanders. He's got four runs batted in in this game. Thomas at second base was retired second to short for the first out and Sanders reaches on a fielder's choice. That was a good play by the second baseman Garcia. Had to move deep to his left in the hole actually and make a long throw to second for the force play on Thomas. There's a chop to the left side hit by Dillingham and the throw to second is late. 
and gets past the second baseman, rolls down the right field line and foul ground, and a run is going to score. And coming in to score will be Nathan Sanders. And that ball thrown away. Second error of the game for the Hilltoppers. Sanders will score on the error. And Dillingham will be at second base. And still just one out in the inning. The batter is Fausto Lopez. Hits one into center field. That one is going to be very shallow. Gray coming in to make the catch. And that is out number two in the inning. Two runs have scored, and the Raiders now lead it nine to nothing in the fifth inning. The batter is JT Mabry. JT one out of three. Single in the first. Pitches outside, ball one. He was safe on an error in the second and flight out in the third. Dillingham, the runner at second with two outs. Here's Doobie, the right-hander, working in his second inning. And the pitch is outside. Ball two, two and 0 to Mabry. Mason Spears standing in the on-deck circle, still with the shin guards on. Two and 0 to Mabry. Takes a strike, two and one. Lightning's locker room is powered by textbook brokers. It's the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selections online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's locker room. Two balls and a strike to Mabry. Bounces it to the shortstop. And the throw to first is in time. That will retire the side as Gilroy guns down Mabry at first for the third out. But in the inning, the Raiders come up with two more runs on two hits. There was an error and one man left on base. We have completed five full innings. It is Middle Tennessee nine and Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. 
It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Infield is being uh, manicured here before we start the sixth inning. Let's go back a while in uh, baseball history, back to 1950. At Gilmore Field, the Pacific Coast League Hollywood Stars unveiled their new look, wearing shorts and rayon shirts on opening day. The team plans to wear the new uh, tracksuit-styled uniforms during day games and warm night games. In 1976, the White Sox did the same thing. They uh, wore shorts in the first game of a doubleheader against Kansas City. I don't think they do that anymore. Leading off for Western Kentucky, the number nine hitter is Bloomquist, the third baseman. Home plate umpires pointing at something down the right field line, and I don't know what it is. I don't see anything down there. I don't see a gate open. I don't see any players down there. In fact, I don't see a single thing. Coach Toman out of the dugout wants to know what's going on. And the first base umpire becoming a little bit animated at something Coach Toman might have said. And now we've got a delay, and uh, I have no idea what is going on. Maybe there was someone down there who was uh, agitating the umpire. I don't have a clue. Western Kentucky coach out of the dugout talking to home plate umpire. Can we get the ball game back underway, please? <laughs> Here's Bloomquist. Right-handed batter. Had the first hit of the game for Western as the number nine hitter in the third inning with two outs. Swings and doesn't get the first pitch from Keenan. One strike to count. Toman and the first base umpire are still jawing about something. Coach Toman out of the dugout, was way down the line, and now he's walking slowly back to the dugout. There's a base hit to left field. So that number nine hitter has been a pest for Keenan and the Raiders, two singles and two trips. He's at first base, leading off here in the sixth inning. That is only the third hit off Keenan and Bloomquist has two of them. Top of the batting order now, Tristan Garcia is 0 for 2. Garcia bats from the left side, has a very pronounced batting uh, style. The pitch is outside ball one. He's squatting the waist and the right foot, the outside foot is almost out of the batter's box toward first base. Very open stance, one ball, no strikes, and a line drive to right field, a base hit. So back-to-back -back hits here in the sixth inning for the Hilltoppers. Garcia 
Sharp single through the hole between first and second. And now first and second with no outs and the batter is Gilroy. Gilroy, the shortstop, 0 for, I'm sorry, 1 for 2, had a base hit in the fourth inning. I think he's the guy that fouled off all those pitches five or six in a row before getting a hit. Raider infield, double play depth. Keenan out of the stretch. Misses inside, ball one. Blue Raiders have pulled 16 double plays this season in 24 games. They've also committed 37 errors in 24 games, which is way too many. Here's the pitch. Breaking ball, just missed the knees for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Gilroy, number two hitter in the batting order. Trying to keep the inning going. The Hilltoppers have runners at first and second with no outs, and there's ball three outside. That one nowhere close. Raiders leading nine to nothing. Got two runs in the second, five in the third inning, and two more in the fifth. Got helped out by a Western Kentucky era in the fifth inning. Three balls, no strikes. Keenan's pitch right in there for a call strike, three and one. It's the third batter he's gone three and oh on, and each time has been able to come in there with that strike. He has not walked a man, and has struck out four. Strike two at the knees, and the count goes full, three and two. I think Gilroy thought it was low as he stepped out and glanced back at the plate umpire. Full count now, three and two. Keenan out of the stretch, delivers, and a bouncing ball to short. Could be two. Lopez takes it himself, throws to first, in time for the double play. The pitcher's best friend. Ball hit sharply to Fausto Lopez. Thought about throwing to Mabry, but uh, had a, just a couple of steps to touch second base and fire to first. That is a 6-3 double play. And now two outs. The runner at second advanced over to third. Raiders' 17th double play of the season. Here is Bodicic has hit the first pitch each of his first two at bats. Takes this one and it's a little bit high ball one. He is grounded out to second and flied to center. Ty Bodicic, a freshman. I haven't had time to tell you anything about him because he's uh, been up there one swing and he's gone. He is from Joliet, Illinois. Takes the pitch and a check swing and it's ball two, two and oh. He's the leading hitter for the Hilltoppers at 363 
and also leads them in home runs and runs batted in. Eight homers, 27 RBIs. This is his first year as a Hilltopper. Out of high school, out of Joliet West High School. There's a swing and a miss. Two and one. This kid hit 519 in high school with 10 homers his senior year. No wonder he was an All-State player. And has uh, continued that good hitting in his freshman year at Western. Swinging a foul out of play, and the count will go to two and two. Let's see, we've got a few uh, folks clad in red down to our left. Hilltopper fans here. Two balls and two strikes, the count. Runner third with two outs here in the sixth inning. Keenan has been helped out by a double play in this inning, trying to get the third out, and now time is called by the batter. Well, time is asked for by the batter and granted by the plate umpire. That's the way it works. Count holding at two and two. Bonasic is a left-handed hitter. And Keenan checks the runner at third and delivers and struck him out swinging for out number three. That is all in the sixth. First two batters reach base. Greater infield pulls the double play and Keenan finished the inning with a strikeout his fifth of the game. No runs, two hits, one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Middle Tennessee nine, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We'll move to the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders leading by a score of nine to nothing. This conference USA series continues tomorrow at three o'clock. Other games uh, going on in the league uh, this weekend. Old Dominion is at Florida International. FAU is at Rice. Louisiana Tech is at Southern Mississippi. Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss tied for the league at uh, five and one. 
that's going to be a heck of a series down there at Hattiesburg. And Charlotte is at UTSA. La Tech and Southern Miss tied on top of the conference standings at 5-1 and one and playing each other in a three-game series. For the Raiders, Mason Spears fouls the first pitch back. Four strike one. Spears in the game has two singles and three trips. Blue Raider catcher. Spears out of Westminster, Colorado, up in the high country. One strike to count, and Doobie's pitch is swung on line to right field. Is that going to fall? And will not. Caught by the right fielder, Delaney, moving toward the line. And that's out number one. One down in the sixth. Jackson Galloway, the batter. Galloway is struck out. Hit a two-run homer and fly to left. That home run, his third of the season. Western's infield shifting a little bit for the right-handed hitter as the pitch is outside. Ball on second baseman. Garcia's playing on the third base side of the second base back. There's a strike call, one and one to Galloway. He is a good six, seven, eight steps toward the third base side. Shortstop's playing deep in the hole. Third baseman's guarding the line and the pitch is inside. Two balls and a strike. So they're playing Galloway for a dead pull hitter to left. There's a huge hole on the right side of the infield, and Galloway hits it to the third baseman. Bloomquist with a throw to first in time, and that is out number two. Well, I guess they had him play just right because Bloomquist was guarding the line, and that was a chopper right to him. Two up, two down for Brett Coker. Looking for his first hit. He is 0 for 3. Right off to a little bit of a slow start this season. Has his average at 234 coming into the game. He has struck out, flied out, hit into fielder's choice, and this time lines a single to center field. First pitch, Coker. Sharp single to center. And the Raiders keep their streak alive of having uh, base runners in every inning but the fourth. The side went down in order in the fourth. Hit number three off Doobie. And with two outs, the runner at first base, the batter is Nagishi. He's had a perfect day at the plate. Walked and scored in the second. Singled and scored in the third. Doubled and scored in the fifth. Takes a strike call, nothing and one. Totsuneri Nagishi, a left-handed batter. The pitch outside, one ball, one strike. After this weekend, the Raiders will host 
Memphis on Wednesday at 4 o'clock. So the Tigers will come to town on Wednesday. Pitches outside, 2-1 and one to Nagishi. And the following weekend, next weekend, the Raiders will be on the road at Marshall. The ball hit high and down the left field line, going to curve and be foul. And was it caught out there? The left fielder made a sliding catch in left field, a good play, and that will retire Nagishi on a foul fly ball to left field. So that is all in the sixth for the Raiders. No runs a hit and one man left. Here are the totals after six innings of play. Middle Tennessee, nine runs on 12 hits, no errors. The Raiders have left six men on base. Western Kentucky, no runs on four hits. They've committed two errors and they have stranded three runners. Six innings in the books. It is Middle Tennessee nine, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the seventh inning. Raiders leading nine to nothing, and the batter will be Delaney to lead it off against Zach Keenan. In six innings, Keenan has allowed no runs on four hits. He has walked none and struck out five. Delaney, a strikeout victim in the second inning, also has flied to left. He's 0 for 2. He is a right-handed batter. And first pitch swinging, fouls it off to the right side. My partner, John Callow, missing tonight. He will hopefully return to the booth next week for the Memphis game. The pitch popped up high in the air and foul ground. Spears back, mask off, makes the catch for out number one. Delaney fouls out to the catcher, Mason Spears, for the first out. John, I want to tell you now, you are missing some of Miss Hannah's chocolate chip cookies. And because you are not here, I get to eat them all tonight. I think that's chocolate cook, chocolate chip with maybe walnuts or something. I'd like to thank Miss Hannah again for 
keeping us supplied with goodies. One out. Here's McAuliffe, the first baseman. And that pitch all the way back to the backstop. Ball one outside. McAuliffe is grounded out and was robbed of a home run by Nathan Sanders back in the fourth inning. Sanders went back to the 395 sound and 395 side in center field and took a home run away from McAuliffe, reaching over the top of the wall. There's a line drive and nobody's gonna get that one. That's a base hit to right field for McAuliffe. Right over Mabry's head and into right field. Hit number five off Zach Keenan. And with one out, the batter is Carlin, who has twice been caught looking at strike three. Raiders have a little action in the bullpen. I'll have to get the binoculars out here and see if I can see who that might be. Carlin stands in from the right side and the pitch to the plate. This is inside, four ball one. In order to get the glasses on, I have to take the regular glasses off. It's a right-hander, didn't catch the number though. Check of the runner. The pitch. That one also misses inside ball two. Two balls, no strikes. McAuliffe, the runner at first with one out. We're in the seventh. Raiders leading Western Kentucky nine to nothing. Got some early home run power in this game in the second and third innings. Throw over to first, runner back. Raider infield pulls a double play last inning to get Keenan out of trouble. They'd like nothing better than to do the same thing here. And a pop up into right center field. Sanders moving over a little bit into right center and makes the catch for out number two. So Carlin retired for the second out and the batter is Crittenberger who has grounded to second and lined out to second. The right-handed hitter, he has hit the ball the other way both times. A fact that I am sure has not escaped J.T. Mabry. Mabry robbed him of a hit last time on a leaping catch of a line drive. Here's the pitch to the plate and it's taken for strike one at the letters, nothing in one. McAuliffe, who singled, is the runner at first with two outs. We are in the top of the seventh. Pitch to the plate. And a breaking ball in for a strike. Nothing in two. Two strikes the count. 
Kanan looks in for the side now, throws quickly over to first. The runner's back. Here's the 0-2 pitch coming. It is bounced to Mabry. One big hop, throw to first, and the inning is over. Crittenberger for the third time, hits the ball to the right side. Mabry for the third time, handles it perfectly. In the seventh inning, no runs a hit. One man left. It is seventh inning stretch time here at the ballpark. With the score, Middle Tennessee nine, Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WTNS. So we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Fans here enjoyed the playing of God Bless America as is uh, traditional here at Reese Smith Field at the seventh inning stretch. And in the seventh, it'll be the bottom three in the order for the Raiders. But I think we're gonna have a change here at DH. Checking in for the Raiders, Mason McLeod will hit for Bryson Thomas. Thomas had a perfect night. McLeod hitting for Thomas. Bryson had a home run and two singles, scored two runs. So here's McLeod, he's a left-handed batter. Saw him hit his first Blue Raider home run and he powers this one into left center field. That ball is deep. Center fielder back near the warning track and can't get it. That's gonna be a stand-up double. 
As the throw comes in from the outfield, McLeod after that first pitch. Went the other way into left center field and is at second base. For McLeod, that is his first double of the season and second hit, the other one a home run. The batter is Nathan Sanders. Sanders had a three-run homer in the third inning. Takes a strike called. Hit into a force play, which resulted into uh, resulted in a Western era back in the fifth and scored a run. One strike to count. Sanders fouls this one off to the left side and out of play. And the count goes to 0 and 2. McLeod with a leadoff double is the runner at second base. There's Doobie with a long look in. And time call momentarily. They get their signal straight. McLeod, big guy at second base run. There's a ball hit past the second baseman and shortstop into center field, a base hit, and a run will score. McLeod in to score. That ball bounced uh, through between Garcia and Gilroy, the second baseman and shortstop, very near the bag at second, and it was hit on the right side of the infield, so McLeod was off and running as the ball was hit, and when it got through, he was able to come all the way around and score. Give Nathan Sanders another RBI. That is five RBIs in the game for Sanders. He's at first base with nobody out. And a swinging strike to Dillingham, nothing in one. Brian, 0-4-3 tonight has been safe on an error and is grounded out twice. Ball one misses, one ball and one strike. Sanders leads, there's a strike called. So the Raiders with a 10 to nothing lead now in the bottom of the seventh inning. Right-hander checks and throws, misses outside. Ball two, two balls and a strike. There's a swing and a miss. Kind of handcuffed him, and that is strike three. The count was two and two. I think I might have said two and one. That's out number one in the inning. Second strikeout for Doobie. And with one out, we go back to the top of the batting order, and now we've got a pitching change coming up for Western Kentucky, I think. 
a meeting on the mound. They will signal for a new pitcher. So we will uh, have a pitching change. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. on News Radio WGNS. New pitcher in for the Hilltoppers is a left-hander, Lane Duguid. D-I-U-G-U-I-D. Pronounced Duguid. 61185 sophomore from Hopkinsville. Christian County High School, and he is on with one out and a runner at first in the seventh inning. So Doobie goes one, two, three, and a third. And he has given up three runs. I think two of those will be earned. I can find some numbers on this young man. While uh, I'm looking, we'll pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Lane Duguid, a left-hander making his sixth appearance, earned run average of 7.71. All appearances in relief, 11 and two-thirds innings, giving up 20 hits, 10 earned runs, has walked three, struck out eight. Opponent sitting 385 against this youngster. And he'll face Fausto Lopez with a runner at first and one out for the Raiders here in the bottom of the seventh inning. First pitch misses inside for ball one. Fausto has a single and four trips. Missed inside again, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. First left-hander we've seen tonight. Swing and a foul back, two and one. Pretty good name for a pitcher, I would say. Do good. 
Two and one, the count to Lopez. Sanders, the runner at first. And the pitch missed inside, ball three. All three misses have been inside. So he's trying to get the ball over that inside corner and it's been pushing it a little bit too far into the right-handed batter. Three and one. And that one low and inside, ball four, and he walked him. And if my scorebook is correct, which many times it's not, but I have that as the first walk in this ballgame for either side. That will push Sanders down to second. Lopez is at first. One out, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. First and second, one out. Ten to nothing. The Raiders leading. We're playing in the bottom of the seventh inning. Left-hander's pitch caught the corner. Strike one. He did not try to go inside to Mabry. Pushed it over the outside part of the plate. Count 0-1. And there's a swing and a miss, and the count goes to 0-2 on JT. Mabry out of Chesterfield, Missouri. He is a junior. The pitch. Threw it right where the catcher wanted it, but it was... Outside the strike zone, one and two. Catcher set up way outside. One ball, two strikes to Mabry. And here's the lefty's pitch. Line foul down the right field line. Out of play. Count holes at one and two. Western going with a freshman Bodicic behind the plate. Bodicic. Also starting a freshman at third base, Bloomquist. There is ball two. That one's high and away. So they're a uh, very young team. Two freshmen starting. One, two... Three sophomores. The pitch to Mabry is low and inside. Ball three. He's worked the count full, three and two. Runners first and second with one away. The pitch. That one just missed. And that is ball four. So do good. Has walked the first two batters he's faced, and now he's got the bases loaded with one out. And Mason Spears coming to the plate, except it uh, won't be Spears. It will be 
Nick Jones to hit for Spears. Nick Jones also a catcher. Spears, two for four. Tonight is being lifted in favor of the Cole City, Illinois native. Nick Jones, a native of Memphis, or not a native of Memphis, uh, went, to, went to school at Memphis, transferred here. His old school will be in Wednesday to play the Raiders. The pitch. In for a strike call, nothing and one. Nick Jones, uh, 0 for 5 as a Raider this season. Takes strike two called, and it's nothing and two. So he is looking for his first hit as a Blue Raider. He's made one start. Here's the 0-2 pitch, and it's high. One and two to Jones. Spears had two singles and four trips. Swing, and a ball popped up. That may be in... Infield fly rule, it will be. That is caught by the third baseman. Four out number two. Pop up in the infield with less than two outs and the bases loaded is an infield fly. And that was the call. Jackson Galloway is gonna be lifted. And this may be Benson, I think it is. Yeah, Luke Benson will hit for Galloway here and takes a strike call. Galloway had a two-run homer and four trips. Coach Jim Tolman getting some, some of his bench players into the game. Here in the seventh inning, the pitch. Hit up the middle, shortstop will take it, touch the bag at second, that will end the Raider seventh inning but in the inning the Raiders come up with one run there was there were two hits a couple of walks and two men left on base we've completed seven full innings that is Middle Tennessee 10 Western Kentucky nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Raiders have a new pitcher coming on here in the eighth inning, so Zach Keenan's day is done. And uh, into trying to finish this shutout will be Dustin Sprong. Right-hander, 6'3", 175, out of Morgantown, Indiana. Get you some numbers on Sprong here. He is making his fifth appearance. No record. Six innings. He's allowed four hits, four runs, walked four, struck out five, earned run average an even six. Opponents hitting 200 against the right-hander, Dustin Sprong. Sprong will face Gray, Bloomquist, bottom two hitters in the order, and then the leadoff batter, Garcia. Nick Jones behind the plate now. As he came in to pinch hit for Spears. And now we've got a hitter for Western Kentucky. A pinch hitter for Gray. He's a left-handed batter. Gray had been 0 for 2. Swing and a miss, strike one. Got to get the glasses out on him. 51. Sprong's pitch. Swung out and missed. Strike two quickly to number 51. No, that is gray. I'm sorry. He is still in there. 0 for 2. Ball one is high and inside. Gray will be followed by Bloomquist. Western's numbers are difficult to read. They are red on black, but are not bright red. (laughs) Two and two now to Gray. Check swing and he fouled it back. I'm gonna check that on deck hitter, make sure it's 26. So that will be a pinch hitter on deck. There is ball three to gray. And now the count is full three and two.
Here's Sprong with the pitch. Missed low, ball four. That's the first walk that Western has received. And the batter is Brody McKay. He is listed as an infielder, so we assume he will maybe come into play third base. Pitch inside, ball one to him. So McKay batting here for Bloomquist. Bloomquist had 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 a perfect night at the plate going, two for two. There is a strike called at the knees, one and one. McKay hitting 154, four out of 26 on the season. Swung on, fly ball in the right center, pretty well hit. Out there near the wall, it is caught. And I think that is Luke Vinson now playing center field. McKay gave it a good ride. Now that's still Sanders. I think Vinson is now playing left. So Luke Vinson, who came in as a pinch hitter last inning, is now in left field. Sanders in center. Sanders made that catch. First pitch to Garcia. In for strike. Nothing and one. Runner at first. One out. We're in the top of the eighth inning. Raiders leading 10 to nothing. Swing and a ground ball to first. It is a foul ball. McGishi grabbed it, but just in foul ground. He was stepping on first base and ready to throw to second. Now that's strike two to Garcia looking for his second hit of the game. He had a base hit back in the fifth inning, one for three. Dustin Sprong into the stretch and delivers inside ball one. That one almost hit him, one and one. Sorry, make it one and two. One ball, two strikes. Swing and a foul out of play to the left. Raiders got some early home run production in this game. Led seven to nothing after three innings. There's a line shot to right, a base hit for Garcia. Runner will hold at second. Garcia's second hit of the game. Runners at first and second with one out. And the batter will be Gilroy. Western shortstop is grounded out, singled, and hit into a double play. Speaking of double plays, the Raiders would love to pull another one here. They have one in the game. Gilroy takes a strike at the knees, nothing at one. 
ball had a little movement on it. One strike to count. Sprong out of the stretch. And the pitch is swung on and tapped foul behind the plate. Two strikes to Aiden Gilroy. He's the young man out of Pace, Florida. Sprong with the pitch, and that hit him. Hit him in the foot. So we have our first hit batsman of the game. Had our first Blue Raider walk earlier in the inning. So Gilroy hit by pitch down at first base. Gray is now moved over to third. Garcia to second. And the base is loaded with one out. And the batter is Vodasic. 0 for 3. Ty Vodasic is the leading hitter for the Hilltoppers coming into the game at 363 with eight home runs. Freshman. Here's Sprong's pitch, misses inside, ball one. So if this freshman season is any indication, this young man's gonna have has quite a career in front of him at Western Kentucky. One ball, no strikes, the count. It's Dustin Sprong with the pitch, swing and a foul, back to the screen. One ball, one strike. Western has the bases loaded in the eighth inning and another swing and a foul back to the screen. One and two. Vodasic comes out of the dugout swing and he went after the first pitch on each of his first two at bats where he grounded out and flied to center. And then uh, Keenan struck him out in the fifth. So he is looking for his first hit of the game. The pitch. Checked his swing on a pitch up high. Two balls and two strikes. Here's the 2 2. Oh, pretty good looking pitch. Called ball three. Full count now. That pitch may have been a little bit high. Full count, three and two. One out, bases loaded, top of the eighth inning for the Hilltoppers. A swing and a miss and struck him out. 
good piece of pitching there by Dustin Sprong to get the Hilltoppers leading hitter. On a swinging third strike, that is out number two, and the batter will be Delaney, who has struck out, flied out, and fouled out, 0 for 3. Catcher Nick Jones out to the mound, patting his pitcher on the back. Good job. Strike out the leading hitter with the bases loaded. Yeah, that deserves a pat on the back. And now Delaney comes in. Two outs, bases loaded. Sprong pitching out of the stretch. And it's a strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one. This young man throws a, a cutter. Can top out at about 88 to 90 miles an hour. One strike count. That pitch is outside for a ball, one and one. Zach Keenan went seven innings, allowed no runs. Five hits, did not walk anybody, and struck out five. And is in line for the win, of course. The pitch. Swung on, ball hit to left field. Going back, Vinson. Can't get it, it's off the wall. Two runs are gonna score, and that will be a double for Delaney. Scoring Gray. And Garcia in front of him. And Gilroy moves over to third. And it's now a 10 to two game. That's the second hit off Sprong. Two outs, runners at second and third, and the batter is McAuliffe. Has a single and three trips. Fastball outside, ball one to McAuliffe. He was robbed of a home run by Nathan Sanders back in the fourth inning and then singled in the seventh. There's a strike at the belt. One ball, one strike to McAuliffe. 10 to two, Western on the board here in the eighth inning against the Raiders right-hander Dustin Sprong. Sprong comes set and delivers outside and high. Ball two, two and one. Three o'clock is game time tomorrow afternoon. Good weather. Temperature up in the mid-60s tomorrow. Right back here Sunday afternoon at one o'clock. Two-one pitch is a ball outside, ball three. Sprong struggled a little bit here in the eighth inning, but he did strike out their best hitter with the bases loaded. Three balls and a strike. And the pitch, a swing and a miss, strike two. 
Runners at second and third, two outs for the Hilltoppers. Sprong with a 3-2 pitch. Just misses for ball four. Down to first base goes McAuliffe. Second walk in the inning. He's also hit a batter. And now the bases are loaded again for Justin Carlin. Carlin 0 for 3 has struck out twice and flied to center. Carlin is the DH in this game for the Hilltoppers. Sprong's pitch, strike over the outside corner. Carlin is the eighth man to bat here in the eighth inning. Two runs have scored. The bases are loaded with two outs. Strike two call. Strong gets out in front. Nothing and two. Right-hander will pitch from the full windup. Inside, backed him away. One ball, two strikes. Sprong with the pitch. And a fly ball down the right field line. Dillingham on a long run, foul ground. Dives, makes the catch for out number three. Brian Dillingham in foul ground and getting awfully close to that retaining fence. Made the catch to retire the side. That's a very good play by Dillingham. So in the inning, two runs for the Hilltoppers. There were two hits and three men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Middle Tennessee 10, Western Kentucky 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders leading 10 to 2. And we'll have pitch hitter here for Coker. Gabe Jennings. 
will hit for Coker. Coker had been uh, one for four. Jennings, first pitch swinging, pops it into shallow center. And coming in to make the catch is Jackson Gray for out number one. So Gabe Jennings retired on the first pitch by Lane Duguid. Be working in his second inning. And this is gonna be, I think this is Williams who's gonna hit for Nagishi. It is number 19, Jacob Williams. First pitch is a strike. Nothing and one to Williams. Swing and a foul, 0 and 2. Jacob, a big guy and swings a big bat. The pitch swung on, fouled out of play. Williams has made five starts. He's hitting 261 with two homers and six RBIs on the season. Big right-handed hitter. Behind in the count, 0-2, and, and drills this one in the left field for a base hit. In the hole between third and short. So Jacob Williams will be the runner at first base with one out. And the batter will be McLeod, who came on as a pinch hitter for Bryson Thomas in the seventh inning and doubled into left center field. So McLeod up for the second time. He took over as the DH. DH has been a good spot for the Raiders in this game. Pitch outside. Popped out of the catcher's mitt. One ball, no strikes. Bryson Thomas had been three for three. McLeod with a double. So the DH spot has produced four hits and four trips to the plate. Check swing and a call strike, one and one. Jacob Williams, the runner at first base. Left-hander do good with the pitch. Drilled into left center field, but it's gonna be caught out there. Nice catch by the left fielder, Crittenberger, for out number two. Two away in the eighth inning. And now we're gonna have a hitter for Sanders. It's gonna be Eston Snyder. Snyder, right-handed batter. Sanders have been two for four with a home run and five runs batted in tonight. Pitch to Snyder, swung on, fouled out of play, strike one. See Eston still looking for his first Blue Raider hit. He is 0 for 7, making his 12th appearance. He's made a couple of starts. 
Swung and a foul back off the screen, and the count will go to 0-2 on Snyder out of Page High School, Franklin, Tennessee. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders leading 10-2. And another pop foul. That might be in the grandstand. It is. And a youngster has a souvenir. Good for him. His night is made. Two strikes the count. The pitch. Oh, hit him right in the back. So Snyder hit by a pitch. Put uh, runners at first and second with two outs. And the batter is Brian Dillingham. Brian looking for his first hit. Batting out of the number nine spot. And the pitch, a swing and a miss, strike one. Dillingham has grounded out twice, been safe on an error, and struck out. Outside, ball one, one and one. Raiders got off to an early start, two runs in the second, five in the third. Picked up two more in the fifth. Single run in the seventh. Fouled out of play to the right side. The count will go to one and two on Dillingham. Brian Dillingham uh, out of Bradenton, Florida. Transferred here out of uh, the State College of Florida. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch. Taken for ball two, two and two. Do good the two-two pitch, missed inside, ball three. Full count with two outs. It'll put the runners in motion on the next pitch. There go the runners. And the pitch is popped up in the infield. The catcher off with the mask. He's going to take it for out number three. I think just a step into fair territory down the third base side. That is all for the Raiders. In the eighth, no runs, a hit, and two men left. We have completed eight full innings. It is Middle Tennessee 10, Western Kentucky 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. 
Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Got a new pitcher on for the Blue Raiders. His left-hander Trent Siebert will come on and Try to finish this game up. Raiders leading 10 to two. It's going to be Crittenberger scheduled to hit for Western Kentucky here in the ninth inning. As Trent Siebert Takes his warm-up tosses. Siebert making his 10th appearance. Has two starts. Two and two with a 3.62 earned run average. 27 and a third innings. He's allowed 25 hits, 11 earned runs. Has walked eight, struck out 29. Opponents hitting 245 against him. Crittenberger. For the game, 0 for 3, and he's hit the ball to the right side all three times. He's a right-handed batter. And Siebert's first pitch, missed the knees, ball one. 10 to 2 in the top of the ninth inning. Way outside on that pitch, 2 and 0. So Dustin Sprong came in, pitched one inning, allowed two runs on two hits. He walked two. Hit a batter, had one strikeout. Ball three, misses, and Siebert behind, 3-0. Delivers a strike over the outside corner, 3-1. We'll be back uh, with our wrap-up show after the game. Get some comments from head coach Jim Tolman. From down on the field, as ball four misses, and Crittenberger has a base on balls. That's the third walk Western has received tonight. They got no walks from Zach Keenan in seven innings. He had an outstanding outing, as he did last weekend. There's a swing and a foul off to the left side by Gray. One strike to count. Jackson Gray walked and scored in the eighth against Dustin Sprong. Siebert checks the runner and delivers a swing and a miss. 0-2 the count. There's strike three call. Caught him looking. 
And that is out number one in the ninth inning. Strikeout number one for Trent Siebert. This will be Mackey. Came in as a pinch hitter and flied out in the eighth inning. A left-handed batter. Crittenberger, the runner at first. Strike call. Nothing and one. Same two teams tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock. Like to see you out here at the ballpark. Swing and a miss. Nothing and two. We promise better weather tomorrow. Although nothing wrong with the weather today. Just a little bit on the chilly side. There's a ball outside. One and two to McKay. Siebert checks the runner over at first, and the pitch is swung on and missed. Strike three. So a couple of strikeouts for Siebert here after the leadoff walk. And the batter is Tristan Garcia, the second baseman. He of the unusual batting stance. Garcia with two singles and four trips. Lefty against lefty here. Siebert's pitch inside, ball one. This is not a save situation, of course, with an eight-run lead. Siebert's getting some work in. And the pitch hit into left field. Going to be caught by Vinson, and that is out number three. And that's your ball game. In the inning for the Hilltoppers, no runs, no hits, and one man left. And the Raiders win it by a score of 10 to 2. Middle Tennessee will improve to 12 and 13 on the season. They are now 4 and 3 in Conference USA and have won five of their last six. Western Kentucky now 9 and 16. They are 1 and 6. In Conference USA, they have now lost eight consecutive games. So Middle Tennessee a winner here by a score of 10 to two. And the two teams will get together for game two of this three game series tomorrow afternoon at three o'clock. Stay with us now, we'll be back and uh, wrap it up for you. Go down on the field for some comments from the head coach and more. That's coming up next on our post game show as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know it'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Ah. 
Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. All right, welcome back into our post-game show as the Raiders win the first game of this three-game series over Western Kentucky by a score of 10-2. Raiders struck early with a two-run home run from Bryson Thomas in the second inning. Then in the third inning, Jackson Galloway followed suit after Mason Spears singled. He hit a home run over the left field wall to make it a 4-0 game. And then one out later, after Nagishi and Thomas had singled, Nathan Sanders powered one out to right field for his uh, fourth home run of the season. Three-run shot, five runs in the inning, seven to nothing after three innings, and the Raiders were well on their way to a victory here in game two of the series. The Raiders added two more runs in the fifth inning and picked up a single run in the seventh for a 10 to nothing lead and eventually Western Kentucky picked up uh, two runs off the Raider bullpen in the eighth inning. So the, uh, the Raiders win it by a score of 10 to two. We're gonna try to get some comments uh, from down on the field from coach Jim Toman in just a minute. Kaysen Herbert is down there with our wireless mic and we'll see if we can get uh, Coach Tolman. So Middle Tennessee improves now to four and three in Conference USA play and 12 and 13 overall on the season and a chance to even the record up and uh, get to 500 tomorrow if they can uh, pick up a win in game two of the series. Western Kentucky now has dropped eight games in a row and they are one and six in conference play. We're gonna go down to Carson at on the field. Again, uh, what were your overall thoughts on tonight? Well, it's easy to look at the box score and seven shutout innings by Keenan, three home runs, 15 hits, and no errors by our defense. So when you play all three facets, you get that result 10 to two, complete complete game all around for, for our team. So our guys were, were really good in all three facets. Uh, it's a rivalry game for this campus and for this athletic department. Uh, what does it mean to win on the baseball diamond uh, for this first game? Yeah. Well, when I first came here, I didn't know how the hate was, but you learn it pretty quickly. And I told our players before the game that that uh, Western and Middle is a great rivalry, and we need to hold our need to play as hard as we possibly can and we do that every game but it means it's a little bit more to our players and to our fans and and to the athletic department the guys came out and firing on all three cylinders so you know it's a big rivalry for us we we talked after the game said we ain't done nothing yet we have you know we have to here's tomorrow it can't be a letdown tomorrow yeah what's the key to keeping that momentum uh for the rest of the weekend. Well, it starts by having a curfew tonight at midnight, and I want to check up, make sure <laughs> guys are in and sleeping, and then we get up and get some good food tonight and tomorrow and rest and, and just be ready to go and chomping at the bit. I kind of had a feeling when the guys got here today, and we stretched at 245, they had a lot of energy, and uh, I could tell we were going to play well. 
Um, but hopefully uh, we'll do the same thing tomorrow. And, uh, you know, we, we're at home, and uh, we'll have a good pitcher on the mound. They're going to be, you know, you know, I'm sure they're going to scratch and claw and fight tomorrow, but uh, our guys are going to be ready. All right, congrats on the win, Coach. We'll see you tomorrow. Appreciate it. All right, thank you, Carson. Carson Herbert down on the field with Coach Jim Toman. And uh, I want to assure Coach that uh, I will observe curfew tonight. I will uh, be tucked in by the midnight hour. Let's take a look at the final numbers here uh, on the uh, on the ball game as the Raiders won it by a score of 10-2 to two over Western Kentucky. All right, for the Raiders, 10 runs, 15 hits, no errors. They strand uh, 11. And for Western Kentucky, two runs, seven hits, two errors. They leave eight men on base. The winning pitcher is Zach Keenan, now three and two. The loss goes to the starter, Jake Cates. For Western, he is three and three. Zach Keenan goes seven innings, allows five hits, no runs, no walks, five strikeouts, and threw 92 pitches to pick up his third win. Dustin Sprong goes an inning, gives up two runs on two hits, two walks, a hit batsman, took him 37 pitches in that eighth inning, and then Trent Siebert came up with a 14-pitch ninth inning, allowed uh, just one base runner and struck out two. For Western Kentucky, Jake Cates, the starter, goes three innings, nine hits, seven runs, all earned, one walk, one strikeout. Bill Doobie goes three and a third, gives up five hits, three runs, two of those earned, and two strikeouts. And then Duguid, the last pitcher, one and two-thirds, one hit, no runs. For Middle Tennessee, no doubt about who the hitting star was today, it was Nathan Sanders. Batting out of the number eight spot in the batting order. Had a three-run home run in the third inning. He drove in a run on a fielder's choice in the fifth. Drove in another run on a single in the seventh inning. So two hits in the game. Five runs batted in for Nathan Sanders, who now leads the Raiders with 21 runs batted in. Also for the Raiders, Bryson the Thomas, a perfect play. night at the plate, three for three, a two-run homer, his second of the season, and back-to-back singles before he was taken out for a pinch hitter late in the game. Bryson Thomas, three for three with two runs batted in, and Jackson Galloway had only the one hit, but it was a big two-run home the run that came in that third inning, and it was uh, Galloway's third home run of the season. Mason Spears also had a pair of hits for the Blue Raiders who finished with 15 hits on the night. The attendance uh, announced at 445 and that's a good turnout for a very chilly night. Temperature was 55 at game time at six o'clock and it's probably down into the mid 40s right now. Time of the game was two hours and 46 minutes and the Raiders win it by a score of 10 to 2. So tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock, the Raiders have a chance to get back to the 500 mark. Uh, they are now 12 and 13 on the season, over 500 in conference play at 4 and 3. Western Kentucky falls to 9 and 16 
They are one and six in conference play. That's going to wrap it up uh, for us as uh, the Raiders win it by a score of 10 to 2. We will uh, say goodnight from the ballpark, and we'll be back with you with our pregame show at 2.45 tomorrow afternoon. Thank you so much for listening. This is Dick Plummer, and wishing you a good night from the ballpark. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese-to-sour-cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said, Bunny Bread. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.